Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Yusuf, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam. What's up, guys? Smash that subscribe button, because we just got our first victory from our, with the October from Hell, excuse me. And, you know, against a team, Majorca, which is the 13th on the table, I really did expect a win. But we did have our worries coming into this uh, international, or right after this international break with all the injuries we had. What was uh, Javi going to do with our lineup? And as we saw today, you know, he played a little bit with the right and left back with uh, Jordi Alba on the left and then uh, Balde on the right back. And then we also had to have PK come in because we have some injuries in our defensive line, uh, our center backs. And then, you know, in the front, we also uh, didn't play Rafinha. We decided to play Fati, who needs some time to get moving and get, um, you know, recover some of those injuries and get used to everything. So we come into this game. We don't look too good, Adam. I know we won 1-0 and it, that's really what's important right now is getting those points and be able to continue and push through the difficult time this season. But I hope this is just enough to uh, shove off those cobwebs coming into the game for Inter Milan this Tuesday because we definitely, definitely need to win that game or at least, at the very least, draw them because uh, we don't want to get knocked out of this Champions League. And, you know, going straight into this game, what was your first impression with the lineup? Well, I think I think you're being a little bit overly critical. And I think a lot of fans, too, <laughs> okay, have fair. like an expectation that, you know, kind of the meme of Javi 4-0 victories will happen all the time and you know as we said in our, our video midweek talking about the october from hell as i call it uh we're against some very tough teams right not only inter milan mm -hmm. twice Bayern munich real madrid but we have bilbao coming up who are now third in the league with ernesto valverde mm -hmm. as their coach mm -hmm. right e mallorca is the team with the lowest block in all of la liga and so it's not a great uh, opponent for us to come out right after this international break. And to get a 1-0 victory is what we need, right? We need to scrape by points. Like, I don't, I think we need to get our minds adjusted from previous years. Uh, honestly, four plus years ago where Barca could somehow kind of sleepwalk and, and win victories against a lot of these La Liga teams. It's not true, right? Uh, Mallorca have only allowed, I think, seven goals in the first six games up to this point. And so I knew they were going to put up a really tough defensive fight. And then on top of that, I knew, you know, Dembele was coming off of a, a tweak in his calf uh, with the French national team. I knew Frankie de Jong was out. Of course, everyone knows Araje and Koundé are out. Araujo and Koundé are out. And so I, I was... I just wanted to win, right? And and like you mm -hmm. were saying, we basically won because of Ter Stegen and Lewandowski, uh, with Lewandowski having one moment of magic where he's able to put a goal away. And, you know, it's it's it, it, there are a lot of negatives that we can comb through, but the team was able to scrap through the victory, and, and that's what counts, right? Those three points. Uh, uh, three points is three points, no matter if you win it 10-0 or 1-0 like we did today. <laughs> But like you're saying, there were some some issues we have, right? And uh, I think going into the lineup and, and answering your question, I was uh, very interested by the fact that Javi decided to play Balde as the uh, right back, right? We thought maybe Sergio mm -hmm. Roberto, who's played there so often, might come in. You know, Bellerin, he just got an injury. For, he's going to be out for three to four weeks. But I thought also Marcus Alonso might get some playing time. But we went with an Alba and Balde back line. And and. Uh, besides that, I mean, PK coming in instead of Eric Garcia was also a little bit fascinating to me. I do wonder, and this kind of connects to our talk midweek again about, you know, PK and whether or not uh, Eric Garcia and Christensen are going to be our main two center backs. I mm -hmm. think PK might be the guy who's taking up the slack in La Liga, but I do expect 
Eric Garcia and Christensen to start against Inter Milan midweek. And it's an Inter Milan team that just lost 1-2 to Roma at home. So, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, oftentimes our competition in the Champions League like to play up to our levels. But I'm hoping Inter Milan, who are having a little bit of a back year after two really good years in uh, Serie A, I'm hoping they're going to be a little bit winded. I think besides that, like you said, right, we had the Fatih, Lewandowski, Dembele front three. Made a lot of sense. I mean, we have talked a lot over the last two months or three months here about how Rafinha and Dembele are both better as right wingers and how, you know, we end up putting one of them as left wing because Ferran Torres hasn't been that uh, impressive so far. Anzu Fatih is still in that weird phase of like, we need to give him minute by minute. Uh, checkups to make sure he doesn't re-aggravate his injuries and slowly reacclimate him to the team. But you could see some moments in this game, even when he gets that assist, you know, to Lewandowski, although, you know, pretty easy assist he got there. He He's starting to get some more fluidity and he is probably our best player um, besides Memphis Depay as well on that left wing. Uh, and I think he does a better job than Rafinha or Dembele do over there. So I was happy to see Fati get some time. Then in the midfield, I was a little bit surprised to see, uh, you know, Busquets, Gavi, and Kessier. I didn't expect Kessier to start. I thought we'd put in Pedri, but considering before the international break, we had talked so much about how Pedri looked tired and how he had just played for Luis Enrique in the Spanish national team. Mm -hmm. I wasn't, you know, I guess with Frankie out too, Kessier is kind of the next man up. And I thought um, I, I would be interested to see how he played. Although going into the game, I was a little bit confused. I still feel like Kessier is not a player we have a good understanding of where he needs to be. He kind of, he roams a little bit into the box a lot more than I think Gavi or Frankie de Jong do. And and he provides an outlet there, right? If we're able to get the ball in the middle and, and kind of pass around. But with Mallorca playing such a low block, uh, it really felt like a game of just a lot of sideways passes, right? Which is what mm. Barca kind of always look like when we're not at the tip top of our shape. And I think one of the elements of this season, you know, so many people, including us, have been talking about that's more dynamic is getting Dembele on the run, you know, getting our our team mm-hmm. out in transition but with Mallorca being comfortable to play with 10 men behind the ball even when they're down 1-0 I mean there just wasn't a lot there for us to do yeah but I think we could have taken advantage in different areas you're talking about side passing a little bit and you know working our way out to the wing let's go on to Dembele like we didn't really see any action from his side of the pitch uh, a lot of times he had to make runs backwards to play defense he didn't uh, have Balde you know interplaying with him to create any offense on that right side and typically you know we do see Gavi interplay with our winger on the right side and trying to get runs into the box we didn't see that much today well um, but that then, uh-huh. that is kind of a formation thing right because uh you know i i'm sure. fairly positive gavi played on the left today right so that was kind yes. of my point is that with kessier occupying that right midfielder spot he doesn't really mm-hmm. you know either he's not comfortable and then there's the added you know unique bonus of balde being over there who's not over there it's just nothing sure. seemed to work because no one had been familiar playing together Sure, but I, I, I totally agree with you. That's a f- very great point. I just meant even so, Dembele wasn't even creating anything. We've seen plenty of times he doesn't interplay with anybody. He's able to make runs down the right wing, playing on the touchline, getting crosses into the box, and we didn't really see any of that today. Not saying it was necessarily bad, but it was just a, uh, a lack of normality from Dembele, in my opinion, there. And then I... With the uh, Kessier thing, jump, uh, pushing down in the middle, I think Lewandowski, we saw a few times, drop back, you know, play either defense or try to get the ball back there. And I think that leaves that space open. And I don't know if Kessier just feels like he must move to that centerpiece to f- kind of force, create something. But it doesn't really end up c- uh, connecting with anybody. I think he had one shot that went wide on the left side. Um, 
But overall, I don't think that is something he has really figured out. We definitely, you know, he doesn't have a lot of playtime playing. I think he played 90 minutes today with uh, Gavi and Busquets. And then Pedri came in just for a short time. But I think we still trying to figure out some of these players that don't get a lot of time and, um, and you, know, you know, put them is, against a team. It is just like the classic situation, right? I mean, I feel like we've had this conversation for years, but... We just, especially in La Liga, this doesn't happen as much mm-hmm. in the Champions League, but in La Liga, we play against so many teams who are just going to put in that low block and just put 10 men yeah. on the ball. And like, we have a con- constant issue with kind of how to break down that, uh, that defense. And then if you combine that mm-hmm. with, you know, when you right back, you combine that with Pedri and Frankie Young, two of our best midfielders not playing to start the game. I mean, it was kind of a comedy of errors. And I just, I just feel like, you know, we got saved, right? Lewandowski, he, he pulled that rabbit out of the hat and uh, it's just proving anyone. And, you know, I was hesitant too a little bit with the 50 million euro price tag, but it, he's just proven mm-hmm. everyone wrong, right? He's got nine goals through seven games now in La Liga, leading the, the race for the Pichichi this season. And, you know, at the end of the day, he just he's just amazing, right? There's no other way to say it. I mean, it, it reminds you, yeah. although not to the same level of, of Messi or of Suarez, of just those players who can kind of create something out of nothing. He was down right in that first half when he scores the goal. He's down on the left side, which I don't see him often score from that side. He kind of, you know, dekes out the defender with a fake cross and then shoots it in just a, an inch perfect angle right, right into that back uh, right corner of the net. And it's just... It's just so amazing to have him. That's that's the type of player you need, right? And that's really a big difference from us last season is we have that person in the middle who can who can mm-hmm. just create a goal out of nothing. I mean, Dembele does offer that sometimes, although, like you said, he's had a, a pretty mediocre game today and I think in the last game as well. And so just hoping the team can shake off these cobwebs, right? Uh, you yeah. know, w- w- what we were talking about uh, t- during the game was kind of, well, how, how similar is the lineup we're seeing today to this lineup we'll see against Inter Milan? And I'm, I think it'll be fairly similar, um, you know, but the big difference is, right, is Pedri. He's that player, and even you could see when Pedro came in in the second half, he was, you know, he had that uh, that nice run into the box and tried to back heel it to Lewandowski, Did. although he should have probably shot it shoot. there. Yeah, uh-huh. definitely. Um, <laughs> but you know, Pedro is kind of the X factor who we were missing, and so I'm. I, I, I don't know. I, I just, I have a, I manage my expectations this week. I came in, I knew Mallorca are a tough defensive team. Uh, and mm-hmm. I just, I wasn't expecting anything crazy. And so win for me is huge. Like I, if we got a draw, I wouldn't have been surprised. And so I'm very happy. I think Mallorca had a good game plan. I mean, it almost worked, right? Just the classic hit mm-hmm. us on the counter. Uh, what, what is kind of odd about their team is they didn't have that much speed on the counter. So a lot of times, and, and you know, an area for us to focus on is defensively when it was like a corner, a set piece, or, you know, they were kicking in crosses from the side. I mean, Jordi Alba just loses just loses mm. all concentration on that side and really does not convince me that he's ready to, you know, play big minutes for us against uh, Inter. Or well, they had a few opportunities like that, though. It wasn't just Alba's one mistake. I, you know, it the last uh, 10, 15 minutes of the game, I was worried they were going to score. They were mm-hmm. breaking our men. A lot of times we were just either disorganized or we got juked or whatever. They were too slow. Whatever the case may be, we became very uh, lethargic. We weren't moving to the ball. We weren't covering players well. And we saw a few balls come in that Stegen either had to save or just went wide, you know, and we can't, mm-hmm. n- no matter how, uh, you know, just coming off of those cobwebs or just playing different players, we can't fall asleep like that. That game could have been gone from th- plus three points to plus one or even, you know, they had enough opportunities that we could have lost that game if we just, if we've seen it happen before. It's not the only instance. And like we said, it was one moment of br- brilliance that won us this game. So, 
Um, the I, reassuring you know, thing, though, is for me uh-huh. is that, you know, I thought Christensen had a very good game. And I thought PK, all things considered with his lack of playtime, was also fairly good. So, the, uh, uh, you know, on one side, the good thing is with our backup center backs, who we were kind of worried about taking over for Araujo or for Kunde, mm-hmm. they did a fairly good job through the middle. But like you're saying, you're totally right that uh, I think Jordi Alba on the right and then, you know, uh, the, on our left side too, we just didn't have the the defense there that we need, and I'm just hoping we can shore it up because, again, I'm always sure. thinking forward, thinking to Inter Milan or to Vinicius or to Sadio Mane and Alfonso Davies. Like we have some <laughs> real terrors coming at us from the wings, and we need to you know quickly sort out how to best prevent them from uh, getting big opportunities against us. Yeah, and you know we're coming up, uh, Inter, Celta, Inter again, and then Real Madrid on the 16th. And that they are one point behind us now. They play tomorrow, um, and they can easily win that game against Osasuna. So we're still on our toes here, right? It's not. There's no letting up. We got to keep our foot on the gas, and we got to take every point that we can get, and take every opportunity because this whole month is going to be a challenge, and we have to get through it. Um, we can't. I, I dude, I can't let Real Madrid run away with this season. I'll be so bummed if we're not fighting to the last moment, or we run away. I don't think that'll happen. But um, and the good news is, is right now we're top <laughs> of La Liga, right? I mean, yes. you know, we have a game. We have a they they have a game in hand that they'll play tomorrow. But hey, as of right now, we're sitting at the top of La Liga. Uh, we've only allowed one goal in the league this entire season through seven games. We've gotten six victories ever since that first draw uh, to start the mm-hmm. season, and so you know. There, uh, sometimes it can be easy to be super critical when you don't see impressive performances and the game before the international sure. break was also a little bit rough. But Tuesday night against Inter Milan will be the real challenge where, you know, our team's going to have to dig deep and everyone's going to have to kind of bring their A game. Yeah, I hope that we can squeeze out that win. It'll make us, you know, we'll, we'll ease a little bit, um, not be too worried. And I think uh, there's not much to say there <laughs> because it's just... We got to go full force on Tuesday. We got to take that game and hopefully, you know, Pedri has the confidence to take shots in those positions. Mm-hmm. Lewandowski is prepared to, you know, showboat a little bit uh, because he wasn't able to do that against his former team, Bayern, in the first game against them. Um, so, yeah, I'm prepared. I'm ready for this. I want to go into this with a very positive mindset. And I, yeah, any la- final words, Adam? No, thank you all so much. Please hit that subscribe button. If you listen on podcasts, go to youtube.com, Barca Breakdown. Follow us on Twitter, at Barca Breakdown. Thank you all so much. We'll see you against Inter. Thanks, guys.